Rosa Garcia with Why Jesus. Welcome. So glad you're here with us today. Hoping you are having a fabulous day. I have a great lesson for you today, something that I've been learning all week and that I had to ponder greatly. Let me first, before I get started, say that I apologize in advance if you hear odd noises, which I know you shouldn't, but this is a very simple podcast. I don't have all the high equipment that other people have, etc. So apologize in advance. I live near an air base, and um, they're just off and on different noises that I may not be able to control. So that being said, the lesson this week that I want to share with you uh, is from June 8th through June 14th, which is today. And it encompassed uh, four great chapters. And if you remember the last lesson, we were in a section where this prophet named Alma in the um, Americas here somewhere uh, lived a long time ago. And um, this is pretty much his history or journals um, that I acknowledge as scripture of God. So if you remember last week, we talked about um, a section in Alma that asked if we had been spiritually born, been born of God, if we had felt a change of heart where we... Um, now wanted to follow him and have a better life. And so that was a great section on Alma 5. And so he continues, if you remember, this prophet um, was also considered the highest leader in the land. But um, he left his leadership position in the land uh, to continue to be the high priest of, of the church in that time because he wanted to go among the people and declare the word of God because he realized that nothing that he did as a leader would be as powerful as bearing pure testimony of Jesus Christ to all the people. And so he left his leadership position, left somebody else in charge, and went among different cities preaching the gospel. And so this big section, chapters 8 through 12, is going to take us through three cities that he went to. And we're going to look at the differences in the state of heart um, of the three different cities. And so... That's where we're going to start on today, but I'm going to set the stage for you. Previously, Alma was talking to a group of people that were being cast out of the synagogues by the wealthier people, and they were being persecuted by them and looked down upon them because of their poverty, and they were saddened and depressed because they wanted to worship God. And so here comes Alma and basically teaches them that 
they can reach God anywhere. They can pray to Him anywhere. They don't need to be in a synagogue to do that, to worship Him. And so He enlightened them and helped them through that difficult time. And He also preached to the wealthy people and asked them to get rid of their pride and humble themselves before God because basically they were no better than the other people. Everybody's the same. So I'm going to read to you a quick scripture by Alma uh, as he's talking to these people. And he says, uh, Yea, will ye persist in supposing that ye are better one than another? Yea, will ye persist in the persecution of your brethren who humble themselves and do walk after the holy order of God, wherewith they have been brought into this church? having been sanctified by the Holy Spirit, and they do bring forth works which are meet for repentance. Yea, and will you persist in turning your backs upon the poor and the needy and in withholding your substance from them? And finally, all ye that will persist in your wickedness, I say unto you that these are they who shall be hewn down and cast into the fire except they speedily repent. And so basically, he is calling them out and saying, stop that. Stop the persecution. You're no better than they are. You should be helping them. And so, guys, we see that is what is happening in our world today. Uh, and we're going to continue to see how this just matches our current circumstances. Um, so then Alma continues on to different cities. Uh, he did great work in that area. And so um, he basically tells the people, the spirit, of, the spirit knoweth all things. And the Spirit testifies that Jesus Christ will come and be the Savior of the world. So he's telling them who to look up to um, to help him in these difficult times. And so um, Alma goes to now um, preaching in a city called Melek and um, he basically as he was leaving the last group, he gave them a, like, the summary or uh, the tools they needed to have consistently to be able to go through this life and secure a better life in the life to come. And so I wanted to read that to you guys. Um, He's basically telling them, And now, my beloved brethren, I have said these things unto you that I might awaken you to a sense of your duty to God, that you may walk blameless before Him, that you may walk after the holy order of God after which ye have been received. And I would that you should be humble and be submissive and gentle, easy to be entreated, full of patience and long-suffering, being temperate in all things, being diligent in keeping the commandments of God at all times, asking for whatsoever things ye stand in need of, both spiritually and temporally. 
always returning thanks unto God for whatsoever things you do receive. And see that ye have faith, hope, and charity, and then ye will always abound in good works. This was Alma's last message to the group he left as to how they can keep themselves happy and doing good works. And that is what he's preaching basically to everyone. But as he is realizing that every city he comes to is in a different um, state spiritually. And so the next city he comes to is a city called Melek. And in Melek, uh, he starts preaching and all of these people start gathering around him. And basically, they loved uh, hearing the message, the word of God. And um, he basically, his way of preaching was, I see that you are in the right path, you know, following your Savior. And so uh, continue on this path. And for those of you that need to repent, uh, repent and come unto Christ and be baptized. And lots of people got baptized there. So then he leaves that city and he goes to another city called Ammonihah. And... Um, in this city, the people here are not in the same state spiritually as the previous ones. And so he comes to this land and he's kind of getting a sense of who these people are and where they're at spiritually because he is a prophet of God. And so he has the Holy Spirit and the spirit of revelation to help him discern things and so he comes here and he starts preaching and it says here uh, the people in Ammonihah um, he's preaching to them and says uh, that Satan has a great hold upon their hearts um, and that they are not hearkening to the words of, of God and so these people are very wroth with him, very angry, and uh, they have hardened their hearts badly. And so he says, um, they are telling him a couple of things that I want you guys to pay attention to because this is uh, pretty important. This is the people talking to him. Nevertheless, they hardened their hearts, saying unto him, Behold, we know that thou art Alma, and we know that thou art the high priest over the church, which thou hast established in the many parts of the land, according to your tradition. And we are not of thy church, and we do not believe in such foolish traditions. And now we know that because we are not of thy church, we know that thou hast no power over us. And thou hast delivered up the judgment seat unto Nephahah. Therefore, thou art not the chief judge over us. And so, basically, they're telling him, you are not our leader and we're not going to listen to you. 
And so then they say, now when the people had said this and withstood all the words and reviled him and spit upon him and caused that he should be cast out of their city, he departed thence and took his journey toward the city, which was called Aaron. So they not only called him and said he was not their leader, they were not going to accept him as their leader, um, and they, you know, reviled him, spit upon him, and caused that he should be cast out. So basically they did everything in their power to get rid of him. So just remember, people, this is, we, we can see how this plays out um, in our current world today. So then Alma leaves, and he is weighed down by their wickedness. Basically, he is pleading with God to soften their heart. And he is fasting for days, asking God to help the people in Ammonai had to be uh, more accepting of the gospel. And so, because Alma wants to save those people and is pleading with God and wrestling with God and being weighed down in sorrow for them, uh, God sends an angel to him and basically tells him he is blessed for uh, what he's asking in helping the people there and that he is being diligent in keeping the commandments and God is pleased with him. But then the angel says, you have to go back to Ammonihah. And this time, this is the message to these people. And so he says, um, I am sent to command thee that thou return to the city of Ammonihah and preach again unto the people of the city. Yea, preach unto them. Yea, say unto them, except they repent, the Lord God will destroy them. He's coming with a final message from God and telling them to repent or they will be destroyed. It says, and this is a part that stuck out like a sore thumb to me. For behold, they do study at this time that they may destroy the liberty of thy people. For thus saith the Lord, which is contrary to the statutes and judgments and commandments which he has given unto this people. So basically, the angel said, this is the message and this is the reason why you need to go back. Because they are plotting to destroy the liberties of your people. So, this is history, people. History repeats itself. And that's why we have history, to learn from the past so we don't make the same mistakes in the future. So, um, this spoke volumes to me this week. Um, and so, I wanted to share that with you. But this... These chapters are just uh, rich in, uh, they're, they're just so enlightening, and I wanted to share them with you. Um, and so the bottom line 
is Alma needed to go back. He went back, except this time uh, he went and went into the city on a different side, on the south side. And God had prepared another, a, a citizen of Ammonihah, um, who was well-known, wealthy, um, and, and who was going to be a preaching companion to Alma. So this other person was not someone that was close to God. He knew of God. He had been taught the gospel, but he was not literally living it like he should. And he was on his way to, to see family outside of the city. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, go back home. Uh, you are going to host a man of God in your home, a prophet who I have sent to your people. And you, you need to... Um, Feed him because he's hungry and because he has been fasting for many days because of the people there, etc. He will bless your home if you let him in, etc. And so this other uh, citizen of Ammonihah was prepared. And when Alma came in through the other side, he asked him if he had any food that he could given because he was very hungry and he said I know who you are you are the prophet that uh, I was told by an angel would come to to see me and took him in they talked about the city where they lived and how God had sent him there to call him to repentance or he was going to destroy them God asked Alma to take this guy with him his name is Amulek and he sent him out to go preach to Ammonihah again for the last time. And so this time, Alma starts preaching and nobody, he gets the same result as he did before. People are upset with him. They want to cast him out. Uh, they're trying to lay their hands on him. But, you know, God said he would protect him so that he does not allow them to throw him in prison at this time. Um and so Alma is telling them, how could you be so hard-hearted? How can you forget all the goodness that God has done for your parents, for uh, all the people that came before you? Yeah, this is your family, your traditions. How can you forget everything he did from for them? And... Um, you know, he's telling them, you need to repent, and they're not having it. Uh, they are just angry with him. And so then Amulek starts talking to them, and he starts telling them, look, um, this is where I'm at. I was, I know of God, I, but I haven't lived like I should. Uh, I almost want to read you this part because... I think a lot of us can identify. And so it says here, um, basically that Amulek is confessing that he has not been the best and that he's willing to repent and be better 
uh, and they, he says they should listen to this guy. He says, this is who I am. I've lived in the city for a long time. These are my parents, my ancestors. This is my lineage, where I come from. I'm part of all of you guys. And I am not a man of small reputation among you because he's wealthy and well off. So these people know him. And so all of a sudden they're like, oh, here's another guy, someone we know who's telling us the same thing the stranger prophet is. So some of them start listening. But the city is so wicked. They have uh, leaders or, or uh, attorneys um, who this is their employee. They want work. They want to, you know, earn money. And so their their judges and attorneys are trying to catch Alma and Amulek and catch him, uh, you know, making mistakes when they speak so that they can have the people turn against them and all of that. And Alma and Amulek are standing up against them with the word of God and they're they start figuring out that these guys know their thoughts and their feelings so therefore they must be pretty powerful beings if they can read their minds and um, so Alma and Amulek are basically saying stop this you're on a on a destroying path you guys are just ripe for destruction unless you change uh and unless you get rid of uh these leaders that are sending you down the path of destruction because uh they just want to get money from you that's how they make a living is uh because they, you guys bring them, you know, people that they can go against, and and that's how they make a living here. And so, I wanted to focus on some of these things that they tell um, the people. They're saying, "Look." God is telling you to repent or you will be destroyed. Except this time you're not going to be destroyed like in the times of Noah by water. You're going to be visited with famine, so lack of food, pestilence, disease, and sword by death. People killing themselves or killing you. And so he's basically telling them, look. The only reason why God has not destroyed you or this city is because there's a few righteous people here that are praying and that are living the right way. And so God is holding the destruction of this city because of them. So um, get your act together or you will be destroyed. And uh, basically, there's a part here that I wanted to read to you. It says here, And now behold, I say unto you that the foundation of the destruction of this people is being, is beginning to be laid by the unrighteousness of your lawyers and your judges. 
it says, because for he hath spoken against our law, and now he says that he has not spoken against it. So these are the, it says, um, the lawyers are putting it into their hearts that they should remember these things against them. So the lawyers are trying to trip them up, and they are telling them, it's these lawyers are setting a foundation and the lawyers and the judges are setting the foundation of your destruction. And this is finally what he tells them. It was for this, uh, that the lawyers are doing this for the sole purpose to get gain because they received their wages according to their employ. Therefore they did stir up the people to writings and all manner of disturbances and wickedness that they might have more employ that they might get money according to the suits which were brought before them. Therefore, they did stir up the people against Alma and Amulek. Sounds familiar, people? I'm telling you, we are living the same history these people lived. And so, to read these chapters and to feel the Spirit of God enlightening you and telling you, look, this is how these people listened and they had a happier life and then this is how these people did not listen and therefore they're being asked to repent or they will be destroyed. Um, and Alma and Amulek are just having such a hard time with this particular lawyer that is called Caesarum and he is so well-versed. I mean, he's an expert in the language. He can flatter the people left and right and make them feel like, you know, the, he's going to give them the world. And he can is quick to try and deceive um, them and the other people. Um, so bottom line, this guy and everybody like him that are leaders among these people are deceiving their own countrymen because all they want is to gain money by putting people against their own people. And so he's telling them, look, this is his plan. The, this is the plan of Satan and you need to listen. It says, uh, and thou sees that we know that thy plan was a very subtle plan as to the subtlety of the devil, for to lie and to deceive this people that thou mightest set them against us to revile us and to cast us out. Now this was a plan of thine adversary, and he hath exercised his power on thee. Now I would that ye should remember that what I say unto thee I say unto all. And behold, I say unto you all that this was a snare of the adversary which he has laid to catch this people, that he might bring you into subjection unto him, that he might encircle you about with his chains, that he might chain you down to everlasting destruction and according to the power of his captivity. Basically, your own judges and attorneys and leaders are trying to keep you from progressing and moving forward 
and doing what you're supposed to, which is to repent and to come unto God. Continue listening to them and you will be destroyed. And so they're being pretty blunt here. This is not how they, Alma was teaching in Melek and Gideon before. Um, and they keep telling these people in this chapter 10 and through 12 that they are so hard, hard hearted. They just have a heart of stone. Nothing of God is penetrating. And so I wanted to read the sections in this lesson that kind of focuses on that a little bit. The sections, um, it's broken down into judges. God judges his children according to the light and knowledge they have. God's plan is a plan of redemption. Um, in this section, if I will not harden my heart, I can receive more of the word of God. So I wanted to combine these two paragraphs here, um, excuse me, with what the scriptures are telling us. Uh, God is going to judge his children according to the light and knowledge they have. So if you were raised in the church, know about Jesus, um, live his commandments, and then you kind of left them by the wayside and are not doing anything with that. Well, he knows you, you had light and knowledge of him at one point in your life. So that's going to count against us if we don't keep living it. And then he says, if I will not harden my heart, I can receive more of the word of God. So basically, 